Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Three Questions Podcast. I am Pam Myers, your host, and my wonderful co-host is the fabulous Erica Yoakum with Virtual Personal Assistance. Uh, our guest this week is John Flores. John owns uh, Gray's Craze um, in Albuquerque that's due to open up next month, I believe. Correct, John? It's correct, yes. Yes. Well, welcome. Thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, Thank you. And yeah. Tell us, uh, tell us about Gray's Craze. Give us sure, some sure. Absolutely. Well, thanks again for having me on this morning. I really appreciate it. Um, Gray's Craze is a national franchise. We're based out of Florida. Um, they're popping up all over the country right now. We just opened about 12 stores just in December of 2022 throughout the country looking at opening some close to a hundred stores just this year alone wow. um, into 2023 throughout the country. So I'm really excited to be bringing this franchise to Albuquerque and be the first in New Mexico. Um, as Pam said, we're um, looking to open up in about a month, early February, our tentative open date right now, um, city permitting um, is uh, Monday the 6th of February. We just got our approval on our renovations that were done and we're starting to get all of our non-built-in equipment installed. So um, everything's coming along very quickly now. So, but Grace Craze is a charcuterie board um, company. We, we are not a dine-in facility. It's um, similar to a catering company. We only do charcuterie boards delivered to go and as grab and go here at our storefront. So oh, I love it storefront yeah in, in the back in a huge kitchen where we make all the charcuterie boards fresh every day we bake our own bread each day make our own dips sliced veggies cheeses meats daily everything's fresh gorgeous huge full trays we cover everything from just a one-person meal on up to catering for a large event um, and can even do large tables of full of charcuterie so um, you, you you name the event or the amount of people and we can handle it. We also have cute little charcuterie cups that we can do for events um, for individual portions that people can just grab a little cup that has everything they need in the little cup and have a nice charcuterie portion um, for an event as well. That's so, adorable. I love lots that. Lots of good stuff. Um, so I'm looking to see, and it looks like you're going to be over on Montgomery. Correct. Correct. Yeah, we're in the... So... Great location, right? Because there's so <laughs> yeah, very busy intersection here off San Mateo near or near San Mateo on Montgomery. So it's called the Fiesta Crossings uh, Shopping Center. I say it's always a party here at the Fiesta Crossings. Um, okay. We've got a lot of great uh, great stuff here in this in this um, shopping center, and they're building the new Raising Canes right in front of us. So hopefully that'll be opening soon as well, and. Uh, and we'll get that wow. construction area out of our way. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Very cool. What? So what made you choose? Yeah, what made you choose this franchise over? I mean, there's a million franchises out there. What yeah. what drew you to this one? Well, I honestly hadn't heard about it until I talked to a franchising consultant and they gave me a few options. And when I first heard about this one, I immediately was drawn towards this franchise. We narrowed it down to a couple that I looked at. I also have a background in home health. Um, and personal care services uh, for the elderly and disabled. 
Um, but when it came down to it, my, my real passion is food. I have a culinary degree and a business degree. I used to cook at a few fine dining restaurants here in Albuquerque um, back when Jennifer James had Grays, which is kind of funny that oh, that's that funny. really <laughs> circle for me. I was in culinary school and that was my very first cooking job was at Gray's here in Albuquerque, which is now the space that it was Knob Hill Barn Grill and is now Gather um, in Knob Hill. Um, that's where I started cooking many years ago, probably um, too many to count going on 20 years ago now, I think. So um, don't want to age myself too much there, but um, that was the first re restaurant I worked at also, Artichoke. Cafe and Zinc are still open. I worked at those restaurants and cooked there back in the day. Kind of took a hiatus from culinary. Um, most recently, been working in the hotel industry in HR and had an opportunity to open a business. And everything about this franchise just really spoke to me. I love making charcuterie boards for my family and friends all the time. We do picnics up in the mountains, we, you know, for parties and anytime my family gathers, I'd like, love to um, make some nice charcuterie spreads for them um, with some really unique ingredients. So um, that was kind of the, the impetus for me opening this is my love for that. Wow, great, great story. Well, uh, is this the first franchise you've ever done? Absolutely, my first business, yeah. well, I, well, I used to sell insurance, so I had a block of business, so I don't really necessarily count that. But so this is my yeah. first real business, so to speak. And uh, yeah, definitely my first franchise. It's It's been interesting. They've been The franchise itself has been a, a huge support and a great way for me to start a business as a newcomer. Um, mm -hmm. And um, they've had a lot of support through this process, especially this construction process that has been long long coming and uh, a lot of a lot of delays so <laughs> yeah. yeah i was going to ask what um you know what what were the challenges and and do you think it was helpful going the route of a franchise as opposed to just doing it on your own i mean there are a lot sure. of built in right when you do sure. a franchise Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I, it's more expensive, obviously, to go through a franchise. If you know what you're doing, going out of business on your own is probably a lot easier. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> luckily, this was, I think, a great choice for me because their guidance through the process, their um, resources, training materials, all of the guidelines, everything set. You know, one drawback is I, I am a creative person and I do like creating my own charcuterie boards. And now I'm going to be um, confined to um, making the same boards that they make in Florida and New York and California um, with, you know, the, a little slight changes, maybe incorporating some green chili here a little more. But um, otherwise, really giving up my creative um freedom, so to speak, for having that structure and guidance and resource. Um, but to me, it was really a no-brainer. I feel like Albuquerque's market is, although we do love our local food and our our local... Um, well, I was going to ask you, just like, are you going to be allowed to put green chili and stuff like that? Absolutely. <laughs> and it's kind of amazing that this franchise has a green chili cheese option and a green chili salami option at every single one of our locations nationwide already. Wow. So, yeah. So it's really cool that I already have that. So that's good. Yeah. 
Yeah. What, um, and so the, the, how long when you commit and excuse me, cause I'm not familiar with franchises. Sure. I've never done them before, but when you make a commitment, how long mm -hmm. is it for? Is it a number of years? There, there actually with this one, there wasn't, I'm sure there are for some franchises for this one. There isn't a, um, an actual commitment. They're very, um, the franchise company that oversees Grace Grace is very big on um, growing your business. And if you want to sell it at any point to another franchisee, you have the option to do that. They're not, they're not as um, contractually um, strict. We're bearing, I guess. So, so yeah, yeah. So, so, so I, you know, really have some freedom with that. I can open the business, start it, get it running and sell it right away if I want, or, you know, but hopefully we'll be, you know, get this successful and going and I'll be doing this for a while, maybe even opening more locations in New Mexico if wow, things go. Exciting. So now how many you I'm assuming you can't run it by yourself. You have to hire. <laughs> right? Absolutely. So I'm starting with a team of six employees, three part-timers and three full-timers other than myself. Nice. I'll be managing yeah. it full-time as well. Wow. So, we're open seven days a week, so we need we need a lot. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So how do you keep from grazing yourself? Because I know me, I do like product testing would be problematic yeah. for me, you know. And Actually, you know what? I'm looking forward to that. It's it's a healthier lifestyle. It's something that's also part of the Grace Craze um uh, philosophy is a, a grazing diet where you eat small portions throughout the day. Uh, healthy, fresh food. So um, I'm looking forward to adopting that lifestyle in this business. And, that and works. Yeah. So um, it's all fresh, good, healthy food. You know, obviously cheese is a little bit heavier on the fat, but and, and some of the meats are, are a bit fatty. But um, really, when you have small portions of these food, richer foods mixed with really healthy, fresh fruits and veggies, um, it's really not as unhealthy as you may think, and it's a, a really a great lifestyle and diet to adopt. So, what I, so we had this. Uh, my whole family had this horrific flu over the holiday season, and yeah. I know that um, after when and everything tasted weird. So this is really interesting. Everything uh -huh. tasted like like my morning coffee. I tried after I started feeling a little bit better. I'm trying to drink my coffee, and it was like, and we noticed that <laughs> our taste buds were all, like. It just tasted weird. But what didn't was fresh vegetables and real right. food. Yes, yes. So, um, so we we actually were eating our own little handmade board. You know, we were slicing at the salami and slicing at the cheese because it tasted real. Because right. it is real, right? There's no <laughs> fresh vegetables and, and that type of stuff all tasted uh -huh. normal as opposed to the processed food, which was like, uh, for whatever reason, all of us were like, <laughs> "You're no." That it's funny you say that. I've I've had COVID twice throughout the pandemic, um, unfortunately, <laughs> and both times it has affected my sense of taste. Um, I'm I I don't I'm not the healthiest act most active person, but when it comes to eating, I'm very much about healthy um, whole foods. But um, I I don't drink sodas of any kind. I don't drink Coke or Pepsi or any of those. But um, on the rare occasion that I might have a sip of something or one, ever since I had COVID, it tastes 
just it literally tastes like tar that they put on the roads to patch up the crap like that that tastes like to me so my taste has been off ever since i've had covid and any kind of artificial flavor even sometimes artificial iced teas that places serve if they don't make real tea it's fake tea or lemonades that have artificial sweet like flavors in them all that it all tastes really awful to me which kind of a blessing in disguise to me so but yeah absolutely fresh fresh real food is uh not affected by that sort of it was it was kind of eye-opening i mean we didn't have covid thankfully i mean well well, shit the the flu was like the worst so um but it it, it kind of was eye-opening to go huh how come so my taste in like the artificial you know fake stuff in here and everything kind of tasted chemically and everything is a chemical i get that i understand that but it's it it was it was very interesting to realize that so stick to the fresh food absolutely (laughs) yeah you can't go wrong with real food that's right your taste buds know what's real and what's fake and when you have an illness like that it's heightened your your sense of of that differentiation i think is heightened so yeah definitely very cool wow yeah so you've done all your hiring everything's in place now you're just waiting for final city permitting to be able to open is that where you are so we actually just got our um it's the equivalent to getting a certificate of occupancy we just got that signed off on yesterday um so now we can bring in all the non-built-in equipment um the refrigerators the tables all of the the shelving and then all of the dry goods and then soon here we'll be ordering food and starting to train our folks late late this month last week of, of january uh, bringing them on to training them and hopefully opening right after that and just hitting the ball running so you buy all your stuff all your uh, all your fruits and vegetables are all bought locally they don't like ship them to you right they ship them yeah so oh, we use okay. a few different suppliers locally so there's uh, Segovia Foods locally is part of um, a, a more our national chain or a brand of of suppliers that that they use at other locations that are part of that network, um, as well as U.S. Foods that is obviously nationwide um, delivering some of our foods as well. Um, so yeah, and then there are a few specialty items that we can't get through any of those suppliers that the franchise uh, does supply to us and ship to us directly. On that from the franchise as well for some of those really high-end meats and cheeses that aren't available through those through those suppliers so mm. and so oh, oh so i'm just like I, I, apparently i'm hungry because all i can think about is like <laughs> so can you send us a sample so we can yes, yes. i'll so be actively marketing there. <laughs> yeah, we'll be going around. Um, another great resource that the franchise is providing is they're connecting me with three different marketing um, companies that contract with us, one for social media, one for business to business, where we'll be going out to folks and bringing them samples and handing out coupons and talking about our product. And then um, the third aspect of it is like um, earned and paid media um articles radio ads things like that so wow. we'll be, you'll hear you'll be hearing a lot about us once we open you'll be you'll probably be seeing us on social media you'll be hearing us on the radio you'll be um 
maybe even seeing us in person coming around the city, they actually hire a consultant in Albuquerque to work with me to, to go to reach out to local businesses. So, wow. That's great yeah. support network. Absolutely. I'm definitely, yeah. yeah and that is, right. that is key, right? Cause I mean, it is for sure. We gotta get the word out about this. So most people don't even know what charcuterie is much less what grace craze is so a lot of a lot of uh marketing and media and education so to speak not really education but you know getting the word out about what we do and really i mean charcuterie everyone thinks this is some new recent craze but um it, charcuterie has been around forever almost um yeah. charcuterie really for those of you that don't know is actually the french word for cured meats and preserved meats um, things like oh, obviously salamis and, and prosciutto are some of the common ones that we know. But even back in the day, they used to do terrines and um, where they would preserve meat and veggies and things in, uh, in a gelatinous goop. Um, <laughs> it's very big, very popular back in the 60s, 50s, mid-century. Um, and then also back in medieval times on up through then, um, aspics, things like that. That's all considered mm -hmm. charcuterie. Um, so it's a little bit of a misnomer when people talk about charcuterie boards, this sort of craze that's been hitting uh, the country and the world really lately over the past couple of years is to me a bit of a misnomer, which I kind of laugh about, but I love it because it's it's kind of a good talking point also when people say, what's charcuterie? What does that mean? I can't even pronounce that. And people joke about it, calling it charcuterie and really awfully yeah. Or joke about it being as adult lunchables. We, you know, I always have a good laugh about stuff like that because it's a total, total stretch from what the term really is. It's a French word um, to what people think or what it's joked about today. But, uh, uh, but I've always loved, you know, putting out good cheese boards as long as I've been cooking for the past twenty years. So um, it's really not something new to me or 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 my wheelhouse. So um, hopefully it's not just a fad. It's really um, great entertaining food and food that everyone loves. So, so when you see those Renaissance paintings where there's food all over the table, that those are those are just like really big charcuterie trays because exactly. all yep. the grapes and everything, the food, and it's all laid out like that. That's exactly. what we're talking about. Exactly. So it's nothing new, nothing. It's not a fad. I don't consider it a fad. So uh, we yeah. call it grace but I, I think we're here to stay for a while, so. Good, 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 good. Yeah, we look forward to talking to you again like in six months from now, because you're going to be, oh, yeah, it was so easy once you got going, right? Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> have a few gray hairs, though, okay? Yeah, 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 <laughs> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pop this up here. So it's Gray's Craze. Um, yes. you're at, you're, you're, yours will be on there soon, but Absolutely. people can go and take a look at I was yes. looking at it. So again, I'm now hungry. Thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, I, I think I have some salami out there. I think I'm gonna have to go. Slice <laughs> um, Me too. So right, it'll be it'll yeah. be great. We'll have to come see you too, and and, and sure. it. I want to sure. see all the unusual stuff. I'm all about that. Like absolutely. Yeah. If you want to preview our menu, just look. I'm sorry. <laughs> no good. If you want to preview our menu, just look at gracecraze.com and any other open location in the country. We'll have the same menu. Um, the pricing may be a little bit different for Albuquerque than other cities. There's different different price points for different cities. We'll have the most affordable uh, price point in the franchise for Albuquerque. 
but um, we will all have the same menu items. So if you want to see what we're going to be serving, you can look at that. And once we're up and running, then our page will be active on there with our menu as well. But right now it just says coming soon. Awesome. Well, I wish you the best of luck. It sounds like a lot of fun and sounds yummy. Yes. Yeah. Looking forward yeah. to lots of fun and celebrating everything. That's our motto. Um, we hope that you all will come and celebrate with us, whether it's um, an intimate um, meal for two with a little charcuterie board or a large event we have you covered. And, uh, and we're looking forward to serving the Albuquerque area. Um, our delivery, I didn't mention that either. We have, um, we will have our own delivery vehicle. Um, it's wrapped in our logo. It's all ready to go. Our delivery zone is in most of the Northeast Heights. So if you live in 87122, 87113, 87111, or 87109, where we're located, you get free delivery for all orders over $50 nice. um, to your home or business in those uh, zip codes. Very cool. Wonderful. Very yeah, cool. wonderful. Well, we wish you good, uh, great success in the next month. Thank you. Yeah. Hold on to your hats, hold on to your butts, and you'll make it through and be good, you know, with the with the positive attitude and the support. Sounds like you have it. Sounds like absolutely you'll do yeah. really well. So, I hope so. I think so. <laughs> we're very excited. Yeah. Thanks for joining this morning. Thanks everybody for listening. Thanks New Mexico Out Business Alliance for sponsoring this podcast. Keep listening. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> Happy grazing. Ha, 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 ha.